In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Elizabeth started sending out the bulletins to everybody, and I can't believe the sweet letters that I received back uh, from the people that received them, and I'm so thankful that she's doing that. And anything that you can do personally to encourage people to church and just let them know that the Lord loves them, uh, it's worth it. Amen? And you can't believe you don't know who is suffering and going through a hard time. And just a word from you uh, means everything to them. And I, I'm, I'm amazed at it a lot, just how God works. Uh, Psalms tonight, <clears throat> 42. <clears throat> Psalms 42. Now I know I have uh, talked about this before, but uh, especially this week has been heavy on my heart because there's two or three people who, uh, uh, I, uh, press just to show you what I'm talking about, a young lady in the grocery line as I was getting groceries, she said, Preacher, I, I just, I don't know, I just can't cope with this no more. She said, I'm about to lose my mind. What's going on in our country right now? And I said, don't worry about it, young lady. God will take care of us. And I believe that. But I can't believe the number of people it's right on the edge of having a nervous breakdown. And what people don't understand is that they think that saved people, that won't happen to. Now let me give you something. Uh, just because you're saved does not mean that the devil is not going to attack you. He will attack you. That's what he's here for. And now I want you to read something with me, please. And begin in Psalm 42, verse 1. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in, the, in me. For I had gone with a multitude, I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermades, from the hill Mazar, Mazar, a deep calleth upon unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy ways and thy pillars are going over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me. And my prayer unto the God of my life. Turn over with me now to Psalms 147. Psalms 147. Look at verse 3. He healeth the brokenhearted. He bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their name. Great is our Lord and great power. His understanding is in infinite. The Lord lifted up the meek. He casted the wicked down to the ground. Now what I want you to see tonight, 
Uh, Psalms 42 was written when King David was depressed. Verse 5 says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? That's depression. Someone has written that the seven ages of man, I was, I was told somebody just about this the other day, that uh, uh, they talk about changes in our life. We run in cycles. My life has always been in seven-year cycles. I uh, was block mason, for instance, uh, a number of years, and then uh, I water skied. I'd ski on everything for about seven years, and then I quit skiing, and I started hunting. I hunted, uh, hunted all over the country in about seven years, and, and just uh, we started serving the Lord in one place, served there for seven years, served another place 14 years. It's just been in cycles. My whole life has been that way. I want you to listen to what one man wrote. That the seven ages of man are these. Spills, drills, thrills, bills, ills, pills, wills. <laughs> I like that. Amen? What he, what he was saying is that we all go through stages of life. The National Institute of Mental Health said that depression is a billion dollar a year industry. Eight million Americans are so depressed they're seeing a doctor and cannot go to work. So depression is a real problem. Depression is a feeling that making a really feeling good and nothing is really worth feeling good about. Depression is a constant state of helplessness outridden with anxiety and worry. Now, an idea that no one really cares, and if they do care, they just don't, if they don't care, they just don't understand. Now, the Bible tells us how to get up when we're down. Being a child of God does not make you immune to depression. Moses asked God to kill him. He was so depressed. Elijah requested to die. Jeremiah wept day and night. Paul came to a place where he said he was cast down and even despaired of life. Now I'm talking about these great men of God, so don't tell me that men of God cannot be depressed. Yes, they can. And that carnal flesh of the nature is constant. One of the things that's helped me get through the ministry all these years <clears throat> to not get depressed and not get down because if you listen to people's problems all the time, you can get very depressed. And what a, a great pastor said this one time. He said, him and his wife was coming back from church, and she, he said, honey, we didn't have nobody saved today and nobody baptized. And he said, I wish we could have had somebody saved. Somebody. I'm talking about a great pastor now. I'm talking about a great church, big church. He, he has people saved all the time. And he said, we didn't have nobody saved today and nobody joined the church. He said, uh, it just seems like God wouldn't move today. But he said, I'll be back tonight preaching the same old thing. And I thought to myself, that's the way to live. Amen? And you, it's, it's God's work. It ain't yours. Now, three things David reminded his soul of. He said, first of all, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And then he said he reminded his soul. You know what I think sometimes? We need to look within ourselves and remind our soul of some things. Listen to what David said in Psalms uh, 
42, uh, what was that? I done lost it. Psalm 42, verse 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. Now I want you to watch this. A depressed person thinks nobody cares. But God cares. God knows and understands. And I wish we knew how great our God is. He careth for you. I've been reading through the Psalms again. I'm up to the Psalms reading through the Bible. And I am really enjoying it. Psalm 147, verse 3 and 4. This is God that, that wants to heal you and care for you. We need to tell our soul we have a friend in Jesus that we can always fellowship with. Did you know people will tell you they love you to your face and you don't know what they're saying behind your back? You don't know what they're doing uh, towards you behind yourself and talking about you in a different way. But you know what? I got one friend that's still closer than a brother. And he loves me and he never changes. Amen? And so I can tell my soul, you can say you don't have a friend all you want to. I got one. Somebody told me the other day, my friend, I said, oh, you got one? That's fortunate, brother, if you've got a real friend. Now, I want to tell you something. We need to tell our soul every once in a while, God's my friend, and He ain't going to leave me. David reminded his soul that his foundation was in God. Look at verse 9. I will say unto my soul, my rock, unto my God, and my rock. God is our foundation, our rock to stand on. When I'm dealing with people about marriage or any problem in their life, you know where I always start at? Do you know the Lord is your Savior? That's first. Because you've got to build a foundation. And any building, I don't care what that building is, if it don't have a good foundation, it's not going to stand. Your foundation is the most important thing in a building. And so the first thing you do is make sure you've got a good foundation. You're going to get married, you better know the Lord. You got health problems, you better know the Lord. That's my foundation. It's not the word of the doctor, it's not medication, it's God. I have a foundation that I can depend on, and He'll always be there. We're weak and unstable. We get blown about, but God is stable. He's like a rock. David went through an emotional depression. Look at verse 3 and verse 4. My tears have been my meat day and night while they continually say unto me, Where is that God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise with the multitude that kept holiday. Now I want you to watch this. David got uh, on a crying jag, if you would please, whimpering and weeping night and day. His tears had been his bed, had been his food. Now remember this, David had great problems. David wrote this psalm when Absalom, his son, tried to steal the kingdom from him, from his own father. David is running for his life. David, David disposed from his throne, out of work. His wealth was gone. His prestige was gone. And on top of all this, his son Absalom was slain in a battle. His little boy, his baby, with Bathsheba had died. His daughter, Tamar, was raped. David's wife was raped and assaulted. 
His kingdom was in turmoil, and everything looked dark and distressed and gloom. David even felt like he had to <clears throat> let his God down. Now you think about, you got trouble. You think about what David had. David had a time of spiritual darkness and dryness. David had a time of emotional depression. But on top of that, David had a time of physical distress. Look at verse 6. Verse 6. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of Hermes, from the hill Mizzor, deep calleth in the deep at that noise of thy water spouts. All thy ways and thy builders are gone over me. Now I want you to watch this. Jordan is the river of death. The, the water spout, verse 7, is a waterfall in the Jordan River. David was immersed in the chilly waters of death all around him, is what it said. Physical illness can cause depression. Now, all of us can get that like David got. Spiritually dry, emotionally depraved, and physically ill. That's what the problem with depression is. Now, I want to look at the, what the Bible says is the provision for depression. Verse Five, verse five. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. Amen. David had a talk with himself. He said, Why am I cast down? Why art thou disquieted in me? When we need to do today is what we need to do today is we need to have a talk with our soul. You know, all of us have a voice within us. I lay sometime at night and I listen to my inner voice and it drives me crazy if I don't shut it up somehow. And I found out how to do something. If you're having a trouble with your inner voice, you start reading the Bible. Yeah, I've memorized enough verses that when I get to a place that my voice inside of me uh, just talks about all the bad things, no good things within me, I go to quote verses. Just verses I've memorized and I thank God for them, and what a peace it is. Now, one man said it like this, My wife goes around the house all day long talking to herself. His friend said, Does she know she's doing it? He said, No, she thinks I'm listening to her. Now, when it comes to that inner person, when it comes to that inner conscience, that's how we're to treat it. That old soul, that, that inner voice, it thinks I'm listening to it. I don't have to listen to that. And David said, your soul is constantly talking to you and telling you your problems. Telling you why you ought to, uh, to feel sad. Telling you why you ought to, uh, you're in trouble. Telling you what's going on and what's happening to you. When I deal with any person, as I said, I go back to the foundation. When you fellowship in God, when your fellowship is in God and when your foundation is in God, because you must be able to live a life that you have something that cannot be threatened. Your health can be threatened. Your wealth can be threatened. Most people today tie their lives to something that can be blown away. But God is our rock. He cannot be moved. And you need to tell your soul, God is my rock. David reminded his soul that God was his future. Look at verse 11. Verse 11. 
Why did I cast down on my soul? And why is that disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise Him who is the health of my countenance, O my God. You know what? I thank God one of these days I'm going to be changed, made a new creature in Christ Jesus going to heaven. Amen? I'm going to get out of this body. I'm going to heaven. And I tell my soul every once in a while, you might as well be quiet. i got something good looking forward to. I look something all the time. Now, hope in the Bible means an absolute certainty. It's not like we hope something. When the Bible uses that word hope, it means an absolute certainty. And we need to remind our soul, your future is in God. There's only two places hope is not possible. One is in heaven, because hope is turned into reality there. The other one is in hell, because there's no hope in hell. Amen? As long as I'm on this earth, brother, i got hope. I have been with many a person in the hospital, and the doctors give up, and I've had them to call me and talk to me. The doctors just gave up on me and said, that's all they can do for me. I said, yeah, but they don't know God. See? They're leaving God out of the picture. There's something that reminds me of it all the time. Our little boy went to his, his daddy was a preacher, and he went to church one Sunday, and his daddy preached on David, taking a sling, slinging that little sling around, and a little boy down there in the valley, killing that big old giant, went and get his uh, big old sword off that giant, and cutting his head off and running before the king with a head in the hand of that big old giant. The little boy on his way home said, Daddy, that's hard to believe. He said, now, son, God, he said, now, wait a minute, if you're going to put God in, that's a different story. That's the truth. Amen? I don't care about the rest of it. When you put God in it, that's different. Now, David tells us hope in the Bible means absolute certainty. My soul is fine, thank you. There comes a time in each of our lives that we must uh, ask ourselves these questions. Why am I cast down? What is the root of my depression? What is causing me this trouble? Ask yourself, what is it? Why are you cast down? Get it out in the open. Deal with it. You know what I think most people's problem is? They don't want to deal with their problems. They just don't. They think, well, I'll just push them off in the corner and they'll get better. There's something I found. If you don't face your problems, they fester. They just get bigger. And they just get worse. And you've got to face your problem. And when you do, give them in the hands of God. And say, Lord, you take care of them. Amen? And He will too, brother. He'll take care of you. And you don't have to be depressed. And that one of the tricks of the devil is to get us to the place that we just... Uh, I, I, I never will forget. Uh, a young lady years ago came off and she said, I'm just no good, preacher. And I'm the ugliest person. She went on telling me all the bad things about her. And because her husband had beat her down. And by the way, physical emotion is just as bad as bodily emotional hurt. I mean, it's just as bad as a broke arm. It's just as bad as a broke foot. Physical emotion will get you down. And when you let somebody beat you down, and keep telling you how ugly you are and how useless you are, how terrible you are, and all this kind of stuff. If you don't face it and realize, no, I'm not that bad. 
Amen? And I told her, I said, I want you to do me a favor. You go home and get in front of a mirror and you look at yourself. God made you like He wanted you. And you're a beautiful person in the eyes of God. And you can be used to the Lord. And you get a better view of yourself since you're a child of God. I said, you're something else. Amen? And you got to realize that. Because if you don't, the old devil will get you depressed. He'll get you in a corner and he'll get you thinking, you, he, nobody cares for me. Uh, one of my favorite songs was uh, Juice Newton years ago. I don't know if you I shouldn't have told you all that. You'll think I listened. Yeah, I, I used to love to hear her sing. And uh, one of her songs was Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. And I love that song. <laughs> oh, me. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, teach us to rely on Your Word. Teach us to rely on You. Don't listen to everything that everybody says in that inner voice that's always after us, Lord. And the old devil intervenes in our life all the time. But thanks be unto God for the Holy Spirit that's in us. Greater is He is in us than He is in the world. If we only learn to listen to You, Bless us, we pray now in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.